I'm CBS 19 meteorologist Jack Durkin for Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still checking out faith because the Bible says faith comes by hearing in hearing from the Word of God. So that's what we do on this program. We share testimonies, we share the Word of God, and we pray that it will touch you and encourage you today. We like to start the program with a scripture reading. This is a scripture that some of our Bible students that listen to this program will right away identify with it. Um, It's one that has been on my heart this entire week, it comes from the Old Testament, comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. It goes like this. I'm reading this in the New Living Translation. It goes like this. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fail in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Again, that's Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 to 31. I'm especially interested in the part about those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. And I hope uh, whoever that verse is intended to is listening today. I hope it touches you and strengthens you. Thank you again for tuning in to the program this morning. I want to remind you that we have all our podcasts loaded on iTunes, and we also have a website. It's everydayfaithradio.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with today's guest. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The annual Fruvana Meals on Wheels yard sale will be held at Effort Baptist Church on August 23rd and 24th, beginning at 8 a.m. To contribute and to find out more information, visit MealsOnWheelsFluvanna.org. Come to the North Garden Community Day, taking place on August 17th at Cutright Lake. Everything's free, so bring the family. The 27th annual Taste of the Mountain Street Festival will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on August 31st on Main Street in Madison. Rain or shine, you'll find food, crafts, a wine tent, and more. Details can be found at madisonva.com. Bring the kids to Pleasant Grove's Art in the Park, happening on August 19th at 9.30 in Palmyra. Make a masterpiece with your child, read stories, and have creative discussion. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at MonticelloMedia.com. For more events, visit our website, WCHV.com. And then you're out of desperation, though you're not the only one. 
Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program, we have a new friend. UJ Harris is with us, and I need to explain to our listeners the connection. Uh, one of my heroes in the faith is uh, a man by the name of Ravi Zacharias. Uh, many of our listeners have heard of him. It's the RZIM International Ministries. He often re- refers to God as the grand weaver, kind of weaving this beautiful tapestry in our lives. And the reason I bring that up, I want to kind of connect the dots to today's guest on the program. I am friends with Chauncey Hutter. He's been on the program, local business entrepreneur, strong faith guy. Also, I've had his wonderful wife, Joan Hutter, on the program many times, and she's brought numerous guests. What a wonderful couple they are. But in my relationship with them, I met a man named Ben Atkins and became really close with Ben. He's an amazing faith guy who has also been on this program many, many times. Uh, I believe he's an anointed man. And I was speaking with Ben Uh, just a few weeks ago, and asked him back on the program, he said, you know what, I have this guy, you need to talk to this guy, UJ Harris, and so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my new friend, UJ, UJ, I want to thank you for coming on the show, this is really kind of our first meeting, and I'm really excited to hear about your faith journey. Jeff, thank you for having me, this is is such a humbling experience i um and i, I like what just i'm a big robbie zacharias fan zacharias fan at some point when i got into apologetics and uh and really sort of understanding the 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 more into intelligent side of, of my faith he was one of the guys i my, i started to consume his, his his teachings and some of his cds and youtube videos as well and I love that, the master weaver, indeed, because uh, I don't know how else would have been connected. I know, I know. That's an amazing part. But um, again, thanks for coming on and hopping on. And um, and what we'd like to do to start the program is, if you don't mind, maybe kind of just walk us through how you became a man of faith. Wow. Oh, man, I don't know. How many hours do we have? <laughs> we'll take the shorter version, well, I, but I, no, I, go as long as you want. Amen. Well, you know, I, I grew up in Liberia, West Africa, and uh, that's where I was born and raised until I was, what, 14, 15, and a civil war came to the country, um, and uh, I really ended up uh, leading my, my family into refugee camp in a neighboring country, and then a pretty interesting journey, uh, really a faith journey, in trying to make it to the U.S. and getting here in 1991. Uh, but as a, as a boy, my mom got saved, geez, I want to say probably when I was six or seven years old, and uh, and, and so I kind of grew up in the church, uh, and some and for the most part, but uh, at, at 10 in 1986, um, I remember it seemed like it was a weekend. I had been going to church, going to Sunday school and everything, and one weekend, I I remember my mom, we, we watched, uh, I think it was like Zeffirelli's Jesus or something, the Jesus the Christ, I think it's an old movie about Christ, but about the Lord, and... Um, and I remember watching that movie, and, and at the end of it, uh, just crying because I felt something, even though I, I probably couldn't really understand what I felt as a 10-year-old boy, but I, I felt the love, and I felt the sacrifice, and I remember going to church that Sunday, um, and probably watched, watched the movie on a Friday night or something, and, uh, and then at church on Sunday morning, and, and the Sunday school teacher uh, asking if anybody wanted to accept Jesus Christ, and, and I went up, and I did at 10, um, but... Uh, 
then uh, by 13, a civil war came, lived through that experience, and I think, you know, when you lose everything, a lot of us find find God when we have nothing. Uh, and uh, and I think even as a, as a young kid, 13, you know, I, I found myself really reading the Bible, praying a lot, living in the middle of a war zone where, you know, you're literally, you know, this is not watching from the album. I mean, you're living, you know, in, in, in a war zone where people are fighting around you, where, where there, there are gunfires and, and, and bombs. And I mean, you know, you're sort of li- living in the, in the, in the theater, as I guess that's what the military folks called it. And then God took us through the, through that, um, experience and, 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 and really, through a heroin story that, that that we don't have enough time to take to, to go through, but the Lord brought us to to the U.S. in 1991. But during that experience, I definitely I was in a place you know where I I, I depended on the Lord. I think because I didn't have a choice, you know, <laughs> I, it was more out of a, out of a desperation of okay, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read my Bible, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to read, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray, uh, and just pray for life and pray that for God's favor and for the Lord to see us through this. Well, fast forward, we, 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 we made it to to the U.S., and, you know, things started to get better, and, you know, getting enrolled in school, in school, excuse me, you know, going through high school, college, and so forth, leaving sort of the trauma of, of the war experience behind. And I think I became like a lot of people, you know, my faith was, was sort of more informational, more sort of a just a, a thing I did in my relationship with the Lord was just, a, you know, I, I'm a Christian. I go to, I, I go to church, but I, I didn't have a real relationship with the Lord. And, and, and to be really honest, I think as I look back, I think I, I really didn't. The Lord wasn't at the center of my life. Um, you know, and then a few years ago, uh, I think the Lord just sort of started me on this path of saying, okay, I need to, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I need to, I need to draw you into me. And it started all, and, and, and that happened through just some tra- challenges with work and then challenges in, the, in, in your marriage. And, you know, and, and the Lord just sort of, you know, sometimes I think the Lord allows different things in our life, you know, to draw us closer to Him. And I think about the story of Job, for example, which I think everyone, probably most of your listeners, will be aware of. I mean, that story just lives in my life every day. It's, 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 you know, this idea of going through trials and going through tribulations for the purpose of being thrown into an intimate relationship with the Lord, not so you can, you know, not to be rebellious and not to not to, to turn away from your faith, but to be strengthened in your faith. And that's been my experience the last few years. Um, I was going through, you know, get jobs didn't work out the way you wanted to, careers seemed to be falling apart, you know, then after 16 years of marriage, you know, you sort of hit, hit a rough spot there, and you kind of, and, and I, you know, and, and I lost some hope and kind of wondered, okay, what's going on here? And, uh, and and the answer for me was that I became clear and through just spending time with in the Word and spending time with, with some of my, my sort of, you know, in mentors uh, in the faith was God is, 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 is drawing you into a season of, 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 a, of an intentional and intimate relationship with Him where He is your all-sufficiency, where the things that you relied on to feel safe and comfortable you know your ability, you know, as a provider, and your and your education, and and, and you know, and your ability, you know, to to work and and so on, or your, or, or, or you know, your what you thought was, you know, you're just a, a good, a very good husband, you know, just sort of those things that you felt secure. That's like the Lord sort of, they've kind of been shaking here, and 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 for the purpose of drawing you closer to Him, and and thank God I had people around me who helped me recognize that because obviously they're men and women who come to these points in their lives where they're being tested, where they're being tried, 
where the Lord, you know, where they're in the potter's hand, the potter's is doing his work, the potter's doing his hand, I mean, his work, excuse me, and, you know, shaping them, and that doesn't feel good, and then when we and we miss that quite often as, as, as men and women of God, and we miss that, and it impacts our faith in an adverse way, right? Um, and, but I, but, and, but I, I was blessed to have, and have had, you know, people in my life who just pointed me to, to scenes that are, the bigger purpose and the bigger story of that, of that that we're all a part of of God moving in my life to move to draw me closer to Him and that's and and so over the last few years just been a lot of growth and, uh, and 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 just you know just seeking and pressing into the Lord and I'll and I'll take a breath there. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, um, <laughs> it's it's fascinating uh, hearing about your faith journey. I have lots of questions and and I, for those that are just tuning in, this is Everyday Faith Radio and our our guest is is coming to us. It's UJ Harris. We have him on the phone with an interview here and and UJ just listening to you, particularly the portion at the sort of towards the end of your faith story that you were just describing, a verse that just popped into my mind that I have a feeling you can really relate to. It's when the Apostle Paul writes that my grace is sufficient for thee. And, yes. and, and when, when somebody reads that, you know that's that's words on a page, and and there's a certain group of people that 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 won't mean anything to. But when you've had to completely rely on the Lord, as I as I listen to your faith journey and your journey to America, it seems like that was that that would be almost thematic of of your faith journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that that that. There is something. There is truth. I mean, obviously, the word of God is true, and uh, and I think you know, and, and, and it's not. They're not just words on on a paper. And there is there is. I've been living and experiencing the truth in God being your sufficiency, and and really being able to being still and knowing that He's God, and and what that has looked like for me is 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 is, is stopping in, in a sense, which sounds kind of weird, but it's is is stopping all the things, the busy work and the activities, and and trying to fix things and. You know, find that next job, or, or or fix the marriage, or fix yourself, and you know, and literally then just press it and saying, Lord, you know, there, I'm going to do what Your Word says. Seek ye first, put God first. I'm going to make prayer the center of my life. I'm going to look. I'm going to hunger to be around people. You know, and that's how I met uh, Ben Atkinson. You know, people who 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 hunger for you. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put reading the Word and listen to teaching and just. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna make that effort. That's where I'm gonna put all my effort. And as and as I have done that, you know, I, I have he has you know I've it's you know he has over delivered and everything else that I that I truly wanted. And 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 and, and that again goes back to the scripture: Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Literally, the 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 the, the job situation has worked out. You know, the, the marital situation and the growth and the healing has worked out, you know, and, and sometimes even when it doesn't, when, you know, because I know that some people, it doesn't, sometimes things don't work out that we want, we're praying for that loved one who's so sick, or, you know, or has a struggle, or has some struggles, or we may ourselves, and things don't seem to be working out, even when the outside, what is happening on the outside doesn't match what we're praying for, but you can, tr- but there's, God is still moving because there's, there's a, there's a peace that he can give you, right, there's even just a piece of accepting where you are and trusting him and being able to say, 
though he slay me, yet without trust. And, and there's something to, to tell yourself that when you're able to tell yourself that and believe that and receive that, and, and, it, and, it, changes your, and it changes your spirit and it changes your mind, you know, and your mindset. Mm. And so even if the outcome isn't what you want, there's still God is still moving at the very least within yourself, within your own sense of, 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 of peace and, 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 and sort of stability. So I believe that, yes, there is that scripture of him being my all-sufficiency and that his grace being you know, more than enough for me has, has definitely been, has become real in my life. And I think that's the wonderful thing about when you, when you, as you grow in your faith in the Lord, these scriptures, these scriptures that you probably, that you probably read or have, you know, sung in, in, you know, over and over through different worship songs or handles or whatever, you know, you start to realize they're real. Yes. Yeah, and 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 reliable and uh, promises available for you and me and all of our listeners that are tuning in. Yes. UJ, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with more of our interview. This is Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to be right back in just a moment. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The annual Fruvana Meals on Wheels yard sale will be held at Effort Baptist Church on August 23rd and 24th, beginning at 8 a.m. To contribute and to find out more information, visit MealsOnWheelsFluvanna.org. Come to the North Garden Community Day taking place on August 17th at Cutright Lake. Everything's free, so bring the family. The 27th annual Taste of the Mountain Street Festival will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on August 31st on Main Street in Madison. Rain or shine, you'll find food, crafts, a wine tent, and more. Details can be found at madisonva.com. Bring the kids to Pleasant Grove's Art in the Park, happening on August 19th at 9.30 in Palmyra. Make a masterpiece with your child, read stories, and have creative discussion. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at MonticelloMedia.com. For more events, visit our website, WCHV.com. And then you're out of desperation, though you're not the only one. Praying, Lord, above, I need a miracle. And welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have an amazing guest on the program today. UJ Harris comes to me via several different friends. And UJ's journey uh, from Liberia to America, his journey, uh, his faith journey, kind of uh, running parallel with that, has been just a, a beautiful story. And it's been a treat for me to just uh, be here and listen. And uh, UJ, I know you're you're blessing our listeners by by sharing kind of what you've gone through and how you've be- become really a man of faith. I, I want to uh, remind our listeners. Last week we had a wonderful guest on, just a beautiful woman, Mabel Morris was on the program. And please go back and listen to that podcast. It's one of our most listened to shows that we've had. Uh, Mabel Morris is just an amazing woman of faith. She's going through a battle against cancer. She's going through um, radiation treatments right now. And she has such an amazing uh, faith and incredible spirit to her. But UJ, as it relates to you, one of the things that we were on last week on the program, uh, we were stuck in a in a wonderful way in First Peter chapter five, 
And in First Peter chapter 5, there's, there's several areas where we ventured in on Mabel Morris's story that I wonder if that translates over into your story. And just to kind of walk you through where we went is there's this part about humility and the importance of humility. And first, and, and Peter pens in this letter, says, humble, humble yourself. Um, he basically, uh, God opposes the proud and he multiplies grace and favor to the humble. So we have this whole humble component. And then further down, he gets into this portion where he says, resist the devil and he will flee. And then further down in the passage, he says, after you have suffered a little while, he will then restore you and make you stronger than before and bring mm-hmm. you to completion. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted, I wondered, you know, as you look back on your journey from escaping Liberia, being in the middle of a civil war, finding your way out of that over to America, your faith becomes activated. You're able to kind of look both backwards and forwards and in the present. Do you see how, through all of that, that maybe that message is maybe part of your life as well, where there was this humble peace and then you have to kind of you have to do some resisting and, and, and making sure that the devil doesn't come in and in, infect this uh, incredible project that the Lord has working in your life. And then obviously you've gone through the suffering piece and then you figure out that you know, God was really working on you all along for this moment, maybe for a time such as this. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's interesting, uh, and I, I can't make this a lot for you, I'll send you the email, um, but I literally got, uh, I read a devotional yesterday uh, about pride, and the title was Pride Forgets. And this idea that, you know, pride forgets to be humble, pride forgets to give credit, pride forgets you know, a lot of things, but and then it got into pride forgets the Lord. Mm. We forget God, and we forget His favor, and we forget His goodness, and we forget, and we, you know, and, 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 and you know, pride basically is, is at the core of spiritual amnesia, as I'm going to call it, you know, where we forget how good God has been, how good God is, and how good God promises to continue to be to us and for us. And so, yeah, I think, you know, there was that period, during the, you know, going through the whole Civil War experience, and, uh, and uh, that... Uh, where you know you're, you're you're really just pressing to God out of more out of desperation, and not out of a, a sort of an intimate, you know, desire for the Lord. It's you know I think it, it's just okay. I'm I'm struggling. I'm scared. I feel you know Lord. I you know I'm gonna you know. I remember people say you know when things happen, when terrible things happen, a lot of people that the the churches tend to get filled afterwards because people you know for a moment you know it's like out of fear and desperation they they they. they they go there, and of course, God wants us to love Him. You know, God wants us to desire Him. God wants an intimate relationship, well, not an obligatory duty relationship, but a love relationship. So I think I, even then, as a teenager going through the war, I think what it was probably more about of a out of a out of a, it was out of, it was a relationship driven out of fear, and then coming to America and getting settled and being able to go to high school and 
and make you know really good good prep school, good you know college, and you know going on to graduate school and all those things, and you know starting to make some money, you know, and get get good jobs, getting married, all those things, and you and you get into without even thinking about it, you get into this this sense of this forgetful forgetfulness that really is it's is, is essentially of self reliance that then points to me to to sort of that 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 uh, that being proud and 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 sort of and, and being and being feeling like you're sort of a self-made person. Um, but then I think, and so that's sort of been my journey, but I, I, you know, a few years ago, I believe the Lord has just really kind of brought me back full circle to a place of where it's like, okay, there was a point where you seem to, as a young man, you know, and this is Lord, kind of, I'm saying, talking from the Lord's perspective, where you seem to desire and need my help and seem to be really connected with me, but that was, that was out of desperation. Then over the last however many years of your life, you've kind of sort of, you've kind of, compartmentalize your relationship with me and you, you know, and you know, you go to church and you read your Bible sometimes, but there's not that intimacy and, 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 and real you know, sense of I'm your center. And then now to the season of, okay, you've gone, put, you've gone through some things, you've gone through some suffering, you've gone through some trials. And the goal here is not for you to come to me out of desperation, but for you to, for me to become your sufficiency, for me to become your all, mm. and 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 I think that, and too, for you to experience my grace and and and, and desire me in an intimate and intentional way, and, and that's sort of been sort of the, if I could, that's sort of been the, the my the arc there for me of got saved, you know, and went through a war, desperate, kind of reading scripture, praying a lot, then came to the U.S., got out of the traumatic situation of the past, you know, and then slowly sort of God became kind of a, just another. Hey, I go to church like a lot of people, right? Mm. I go to church. I'm a Christian, mm. but He wasn't the center of my life. It was He wasn't someone that I was seeking every day and saying, "Lord, I want more of You and less of me. I want Your character to shine through me. I love You more than life itself. I love You more than my wife and kids." There wasn't that intentionality. Mm. And I think now to now going through some challenges in my career and, and just you know, through some marital strife, and now and then and, and then seeing the Lord move through that and join me into a relationship where it's like, okay, it's not about. It's all about You. I want You. And I want to know you, and I want to honor you, and that's how I got him involved with Ben and the work we're doing in Charlotte with Seal 2020 and so forth. That's awesome. Uh, and again, this is Everyday Faith Radio, and we're winding up the program. We have uh, my new friend, UJ Harris, on, on the show. And UJ, I can't believe it, but I only have time for one more question. Um, King David in the Psalms talks about as a Dear pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. Um, yes. As we close, could you talk about just real briefly what maybe that means to you? And if any of our listeners can't relate to that, what would you say about that verse and kind of what you've experienced in the last few years? And that's a loaded question, and I'm giving it to you with like <laughs> two minutes to go. Right. So uh, do your best with that, my friend. Yeah, I mean that, that you know that desire and that hunger for the Lord is something that 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 I, I would say that I'm growing in, and if it was sort of a if it was a, a sort of a skill of one to ten, and that I don't know that probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but if it was a to some measure, I would feel like I'm kind of maybe had a, a two or three. That's it, but but it but. But the good thing is there's forward progress, you know, whereas maybe I wasn't, I was at a zero or maybe a one, maybe I'm at a, you know, maybe I was at three or four, just to make the exercise a little bit cleaner. But, and, 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 and there's that hunger, there's that desire that, that wasn't there before. You know, there are a lot of things with desire, but, 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 but that desire for the Lord and, and letting, and, and where he is truly all we need, that is a, 
it's 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 quite a, a goal. It's quite a it's quite a, a thing to aspire to. But it's a real place. It's a real place, you know. And they're obviously believers, you know. We you know who are at that place where they have that peace, they have that that surety and certainty in the Lord, and and they're not easily shaken. And where you know he is, where their grace is sufficient for him. But uh, you know, I, I'm growing in that place. So I wouldn't say that I'm. I wouldn't kind of put myself at a, at a ten list if that was the high bar. But I certainly what I'm thankful for is that I can say that there's growth in, 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 in sort of like that deer panting for the Lord, really yeah. wanting more of him to, 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 re, to renew and to restore and refresh me each and every day. And, and, and then that verse is something that you can relate to and, and aspire to. I, I get that yes. as well. And UJ, I, I want to thank you so much for, for taking the time to be on the program. I can see uh, why Ben Atkins referred you to me. You have a wonderful story. I want to pray for you, for your family, and all of our listeners. UJ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and bring you peace. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Thank you all for tuning in. UJ, thank you so much for sharing your life with us. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless you all. Thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you next week. Let your presence Come restore and make us It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. Seville 1075 and AM 1260. WCHV AM and FM Charlottesville. Conspiracy theories abound. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. The apparent suicide of Jeffrey Epstein continues to raise questions. The death of the politically connected financier accused of sex trafficking also has President Trump reacting on social media. Just hours after Jeffrey Epstein was found dead inside his New York jail cell, President Trump retweeted a post implying former President Bill Clinton was linked to Epstein's death with the hashtag Clinton body count. The post also referenced a Trump body count hashtag that was trending as well. The president and former president knew Epstein and had flown on his private planes, but both deny any knowledge of Epstein's alleged international sex trafficking ring involving underage girls. Fox's Kristen Fisher, Attorney General William Barr, who calls Epstein's death appalling, has called for the FBI and the Justice Department's Inspector General to investigate. As victims of the Texas and Ohio shootings are laid to rest, calls for greater gun control are getting louder. How do we take some modest steps to start getting these guns out of the hands of people? It's not just the mass shootings, it's the day-to-day killings. Ohio Congressman and Democratic presidential candidate Tim Ryan, President Trump has signaled he's on board with common-sense gun legislation. We can protect people's civil liberties, privacy, constitutional rights, and public safety.